Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Dis. Episode 210 of <laughs> Forever Exiled. I'm going to put that like behind my desk. Maybe you won't hear it then. <laughs> you don't know how to quiet my phone for notifications. It doesn't follow the do not disturb rule for my phone. Uh, Your watch? Yeah, my watch. My, it's a smart watch, but it's dumb because it won't shut up. Uh, yeah, 210. Forever Exiled. Uh, you uh, you have this saying when you reference me, you say user error. <laughs> it probably is. I have like <laughs> I hooked it up to my phone and haven't really played much with it. So I'm sure there is, is a new? setting in there. I, well, I bought it when I was in Vegas. I've wanted one for a while, um, but I haven't spent time actually going through the settings. But it's supposed to listen to my like match my do not disturb on my phone. Although maybe because I put my phone on silent isn't the same as do not disturb. I always thought that throwing definitely the user. Well, error. so like my thing, my phone has a little notch at the top. Yeah. And the top is supposed to be do not disturb, but maybe it's only silencing it. I'll try actually hitting do not disturb and see if that works. Um, anyway, yeah. So uh, big shout out, though. Thank you to our patrons, everybody who's resubbed up. We love your faces. We got some cards coming out today. Da, da, da. Uh, Are they? Yep, they're all done. They're going in the mail today. Come on, Ty. I'm on top of this stuff now. <laughs> I am on top. I appreciate it. Uh, but we love your faces, patrons. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast where we just continue to talk about stuff and things as such and others. Agreed. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for supporting us. We love your faces. And uh, oh, yeah, we have our private league coming up next week mm -hmm. on Friday. Next Friday. Yep. A week today from when we record. I don't know that we could have possibly. I know that we like looked through stuff and like planned it out. Probably one of the worst weeks for me for us doing a private league. But why? What changed? I I don't know that I fully recognized what was happening this coming week for me. And so I'm going to title this episode user error. Yeah, it was pretty. I'm going to write that down. It's pretty bad right for now. me. I'm sorry. I am, <laughs> I am sorry. planning to make sure that I'm here for the start of the, the private league on Friday, which I'm excited for. User error. Um, but, you know, we also planned it around like when we're because 211 will be coming up. So BK's with us next week, too. So just the, there wasn't it wasn't the greatest uh, pre pre planning on my end. It was a bit of user error, but it's going to be fun. If you're not in it, you can join uh, for free. We don't charge anything besides high fives. Just make sure you play on your birthday. Yep, I will be playing on my birthday as well. I have, yeah, my birthday sucks this year, but I don't actually care because I'm not a birthday person. My son's birthday is on the same time. Oh, speaking of, it was my oldest son's birthday last week. So happy birthday to him, mm -hmm. old man. But uh, yeah, uh, the private league's going to be fun. So if you want to play it, you got to just hop into our Discord. It's under announcements. I think that's where the link is. That's the only place we put it, just because it's a community thing. And there's an event. Um, oh yeah, thing at the I saw top you of did our that. Discord too. Yeah, I don't. So there's a link there as well. Did I put interested? Hold on, interest done. <laughs> You're the second person. <laughs> awesome. No, I was the seventh. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun though. So uh, private league. It's a hardcore event. No solo self found this time. Correct. Thank you, friends, at grinding your games. Uh, how was your week, buddy? I had a good week, pal. Um, we just did stuff, you know, cool. it was a normal week. Well, no, like it, it hit fall quick. Like all of a sudden, you know, I wake up and it's three degrees outside. Yeah, right? it's been we a went, weird week, uh, actually. It, it really, it really dropped quick. Like I was excited for the normal fall weather and we've had some nice rain. So I reseeded the lawn again. 
You remember how last week I was complaining about the neighbors who seeded their lawn and did absolutely nothing, didn't care for it, and it just like out of the ground like it's on steroids. I babied my seed and didn't get anywhere near the same fantastic results. So anyway, but anyway, it was a couple weeks since, and so I was using up. I'm, I'm kind of overseeding apathetically because uh, my seed's old now. If you know what I mean, definitely old. No, um, well, like the my seeds old. You you don't want to use old seed, but I had a bag of um, grass seed from before we flooded. Okay, you know what I so mean. So it's not but that then old. We flooded. Well, that was twenty twenty one. Two years. It's two years. Oh, it's pretty wow. old. Yeah, that's right. Okay, right. And mm-hmm. I mean that would have been beforehand. So that was the spring of twenty twenty one. And now we're getting to the spring of 2024 coming up. So that is going to be three years. But then I was given a whole bunch of grass seed that matched the seed that the company that fixed my perimeter drain gave me. And so, um, but now that's getting two years old as well. So I'm overseeding a little bit more apathetically because I don't expect the same production from (laughs) phone. Uh, I don't expect the same production from older seed. So I'm overseeding apathetically. I did that again. Eh. Hmm. But we'll see. So uh, going through that. But yeah, all of a sudden the weather went to like three degrees outside overnight. And I'm like, crap, that like sucks for over. That sucks for growing seed. Right. You want to stay in the 10 to 20 range sort of kind of. I found the volume notification sound. Oh, good. (laughs) Excellent. Blessings on us all. So no, I had a good week. Kids are excited for Halloween still. And it's just been a nice family week. Oh, we finished the three Hobbit movies as a family. Oh, fun. Did they like them? Oh, it's hilarious. My son gets like the strategy and he understands what's happening on the global scale in some of these more complicated movies. You know, like when he's watching Harry Potter or whatever, like he's getting the global theme and like, oh, well, this happened way over here. But how would that impact this that we haven't heard about for three movies? He gets that. Whereas my daughter, she's very much more of the slapstick kind of person. Mm -hmm. So when... You know, there's the big battle of the five armies at the end. And uh, I, my, my daughter's like, there's a lot more decapitations in the third <laughs> one than there are in the first one. And I'm like, yeah. And then right as she says that one of the dwarf kings like chops the head off and the head flies towards the camera. And she's, she's the kind of watcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But she's also the kind of watcher where she's like, oh, you know, like as the head's flying towards her and then you look at her and she has this big smile on her face because nice. that's not something she would normally see. Mm-hmm. So she, um, yeah, it's fun, you know, just as a parent, every parent has different kids. And so they, it's fun seeing your two very different kids react in very different ways to things that they're new to. We've never shown them anything that I guess violent before, but like it still looks real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they don't do blood in that one. So is there no blood? I don't even Not remember. Really. That's good. No, well, if it was, then it'd yeah, be, it'd be harder John to watch Wiki. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, no, we did well. We did well. Uh, had a great week. How about you? Uh, it was a it was a fine week. Really busy. I, it's funny you talk about the lawn stuff. I was gonna. I forgot to tell you about this last week, but I got a, a message from BK with a screenshot from her Twitter, and there was a Scott's lawn advertisement. Like you know how when you're scrolling through Twitter or whatever, sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see sponsored posts, and she said she blames us for this. Because she, awesome. she's like, why else would I be getting lawn stuff? I'm like, yep, you're welcome. That's actually pretty good stuff. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, my week was fine. It was really busy. But um, yeah, 
it's going to be even worse this coming week, but that's fine. It's actually, I'm enjoying this busy. We had Thanksgiving, so that was good. We had a bunch of family over on the weekend. And what else did we oh, do? Oh yeah, we did that as well. Yeah, and so that was I forgot fun. it was Thanksgiving. That was at the beginning of the week. Yep, we have, we always invite all of our family to our place because it's just easier than us driving around. So I think we had 21, mm -hmm. 21 people over this year. Uh, so that was fun. For one meal? Yep, one meal. Get it all done. How do you, how one do you all shot. eat? Um, usually fork and knife. Hmm. Yeah. And you're all just like standing? No, we have, I mean, we have space for everybody to sit and then we add one more table in our living room. Like at the front there by connected to the dining room, we add a table there with some chairs. So all the kids go to the big like table that's in the kitchen. Adults go in the dining room and living room and it works. But Nobody's choked and died yet? No, not yet. Any but, nieces or nephews you kind of wish would accidentally... No, I love everyone. No, actually, our family actually gets along great. It works out well that we can invite both sides of our family and everybody has a good time and... Yeah, it was fun. We, you actually came up. We were talking about you, which was funny. At uh, We were trying to figure out, because my grandpa came. So, yes, uh, yeah, we were talking about that, and I got into an argument with my parents, because they were trying to tell me that you and I lived in Victoria at the same time. I'm like, nope, there's no way. You guys That's are funny how memory works, eh? Yeah, so I uh, I was very happy to prove them wrong and shove it in, <laughs> shove it in You know, it's faces. funny, because the only way that I would know that would be with... There was one story that my parents told me, uh, Victoria, BC, and my when my parents lived there, that was when Mount St. Helens blew in Washington, mm -hmm. and their whole house, the small house, and vehicle were completely covered in ash. Hmm. And that still resonates with me with just the power, like that, that mountain's hours and hours away, and that mountain covered my... Anyway, so like that just that, that, like really stuck with me with the power of that kind of stuff. And they told me that, you know, for something school related back in the day, you know, when I'm doing baking soda and vinegar, awesome science projects with my <laughs> volcano, right? Yeah. Um, but then, of course, you know, as I mentioned in the text messages, how we moved around uh, Canada quite a lot. But it's funny that uh, that will come up. Your dad and or your grandpa and my dad were very close for a long time. Yeah. And we were talking about, I don't remember, even remember how it came up, but I was, my mom was convinced that your parents were, because they knew them in Victoria, but then they were convinced that they had had you while they were there. And mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way, like, that would have absolutely come up at some point in the, how we've been friends for like 30 something years. At some point, surely we would have talked about that. <laughs> yeah. And Fist bumped <laughs> for being Victoria buddies. Yeah. So anyway, it was, it was so, so funny. How... How was your victory to them? I sent oh, you the messages. I just slaughtered them. Oh, it was funny too, because at one point I asked, I think I asked you like, it just, I just asked you if you ever lived in Victoria or something when your parents were there. And I was laughing because I was, I was drinking because it's a family event. So that's how we get through those. Uh, but I was laughing to my mom because it shows Tyler's typing. I was like, it's just give me a yes or no. So I can just tell my mom right now that she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know it probably took me a while. <laughs> Tyler is typing Tyler. But then I probably delayed it a bit because I was watching a show with Aaron or something like oh, okay. that. So it probably took a while. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But yeah, it was good. We saw uh, all our family. And then this week has been just like insanely busy. I've been barely home. Next week's going to be an absolute zoo. And... Otherwise, life's good. We watched a show called uh, a movie called Reptile on Netflix. Don't watch it. It was terrible. It's a new one. Just came out on Netflix. I love okay. some of the actors in it. Like um, 
is it Benicio del Toro, the uh, the del Toro guy? Benicio del Toro, yeah. Love him. There were a couple other actors that I liked in it, but ooh, it was dumb. Mm. We got to the end and both of us were like, well, that wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Uh, hey, I'm impressed that there was actually a show that wasn't worth it to you. It's yeah, it wasn't even like one where you could because most of the time I am. I'm just like, oh, that was entertaining. That's fine. I don't really think much about it. I don't like if I get to the end of the movie, though, and I'm like, what? But there, like there's so many arcs that they didn't like. There's some movies where it can end with questions, but it makes and sense. That's a good thing. Right. right. Because they've at least like it, it, it leaves some stuff to your imagination. But this was like they left some of the arcs and parts of the story just like like they forgot. I don't know. I don't or you're supposed to assume. I'm not really sure. but. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest movie, but yeah, uh, otherwise pretty good movie. We've got uh, lots going on. So let's talk about cool. this uh, week in POE. Sure thing. Sure thing. Did you see that new segment I had in case we forgot to bring up our lawn lawn talk with Titan? <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Titan. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's that's Justin's and my portmanteau. Smushing our like two names together. Grade five or six. Mm-hmm. early on uh, it was probably like back in the days of oh we'd, have, we'd play games together it, it, and we'd have to create it, something yeah. it was back when we would rent consoles God, for sleepovers like yeah it was like renting a sega or renting an n64 and there would be a game where it would only be single player but we really wanted to play it so we'd take turns like hour on hour off or something like that and yep and our knit character name we just had to come up with something that worked together and justler always. wasn't the <laughs> no, it just the best option. <laughs> Titan sounds Titan rad, sounds but it's T Y T I N. So yeah. it's not like I'm first and best because it's T. Wait, no, no, you are first I and best, and that's fine. But it's I just forgot. No, it's, it's not, not like best, Titan, but like T I T A N, where it's like ah, big. No, we're just T Y T I N. Yeah, so cool, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what do we got? Um. Uh, Kitten Cat Noodle came out with her lore video. I haven't seen it yet, but I will. I'm excited I need to watch for it. it. Yeah. I'm actually going to go back and start reminding myself. I'm going to go through her videos again slowly and just boop, 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 try and um, top up. But I think like if I start going through them slowly, just, you know, when I'm doing the like use them as a podcast, I guess I could yep. I could think of them as a podcast. And then while I'm going through, it's tough though, because you can't really use it as a podcast because she has a lot of cool visuals. I love it when she uses oh, the map. Okay. Like maps to me are a big helping point when it comes to determine, I don't know, I guess just memory. Sure. You know what I mean? Like my, my wife and I, we watched the Wheel of Time this week, the second season. Mm-hmm. And there's so many places and locations in that story. And like any good fancy story in the Path of Exile story, it's the same way. Uh, when you reference locations without a map, it very easily becomes something of apathy or sure. something that's not important. Doesn't to help. Me. Yeah. Like, I don't care what that name is. I don't care if this person's there and they're going to meet there. If I don't see it on a map, there's no well, it's not less important value. relation. Right. Sure. There's substantially less. And so she uses maps and I love how she uses specific unique items and then highlights those certain quotes that are there and so anyway um so it is tough for me to do while i'm doing something else because i do like the visuals Mm -hmm. but my point is is i want to start back at the beginning league by league and go through and hear what she has to say about everything and hopefully i'll be tip top shape by the time um, (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. like i'd like to be all caught up by summertime and what are we now we're mid-october so 
seven, eight months, maybe. That'd be nice. So anyway, she came out with that. Congrats, Kitten and Cat shout Noodle. Out to, I love... Sorry, I was just going to say thank you, GGG, for actually shouting her out and promoting it because yes. it's good for them. Yes, and her Twitter, her YouTube, all of that was there. So nice. good for that. Um, Suzu. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so Build cool. Build of the week this week. Yeah, congrats. Very cool. And... Now, I know that I haven't seen the last couple builds. This of is the, the only weeks, one I've watched ever. But Evan, ever. oh my oh, goodness, the Evan, writing was so crushed good. this one. It yeah. was so many good quotes, yeah. right? For like little snippets, little movies, a lot of little Dune shows. Stuff. Yeah, a lot it was of very old, cool. like, oh man, but so, so good. And so, and Suzu, the build is fantastic. Such a cool and build. And hilarious. But it was such a great video. So, congratulations, Suzu. It was another one of those things I've. I forget what it was that we were congratulating Suzu for before, like half a year ago. Oh, their was uh, it card, the wedding yes, gift, the card, and then the the different time zone that Suzu was in. You know, everybody's like, I see a whole bunch of congratulations. We throw ours out, and then you know, half a day later, I just woke up. I can't believe it's so I great. saw the congratulations, so the and I was like, "What are they talking about?" So then I had to look because it hadn't even come out yet. In our POE news, which is typically where I see stuff that's coming out for POE. Mm -hmm. And so then I did go and look at it, but I did watch it. The video was so well done. Like, Evan did such it a was. great job with it. And the build is hilarious. Like, it's it's crazy good. It's perfect. It and also, this... apparently, they triggered a friggin' sale. Like, Suzu's build actually triggered GGG to do a sale on, on Herald, Herald skills. They had, it wasn't it crazy? They have, like, 24 Herald skills. So after the video, they have... This is what exploding all these worms looks like with every single individual herald skill. Yep. And Suzu's got the power because yep. then they actually did a sale on herald skills. So yep. I love I love that and congratulations to Suzu, but I love that GGG's using a community member to initiate something that is the company's dependent like they're, they they're normal them like sales but i love the sales in points <laughs> wouldn't that be great <laughs> oh my goodness but no like i, I like that accommodation i, I thought too. that's really that smart really cool. i yep very good and so congratulations suzu and you know what they should also do like when they do their um uh hideout showcases and stuff like for the top three put those hideout hideouts on sale for like two days yeah, because smart. then someone could buy them and, you know, all of these things are available for download. It might increase their sales on that end, too. But yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was very cool. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, on Reddit, I really want to shout this specific article out. Right. Um, do you call them articles? What do you call post? a post on Reddit? Post? OK, a post. Yeah. Thread. I have determined the location of the lush hideout by identifying the bird sounds. What? So think of the, so you know the lush hideout that has yeah. like the waterfall yeah. mm -hmm. and the river you okay. it forever. This is I love it. I love it. This is proof that I have blurred the lines between game and reality. I use the Cornell Merlin bird song identifier with the background noise of the lush hideout. The lush hideout is somewhere in the southeast of North America. <laughs> and so and so they use this bird song identifier with the lush background noise, like the lush hideout noise. And there's an American robin, a Vesper sparrow and an eastern meadowlark. Of course, there's a bird song identifier app. Thing. <laughs> oh, Justin, those are so cool. My I Is used there? to have one of my yeah, my my grandpa used to. Have, no, sorry. My my mom's brother in law, my uncle used to just he used to need one of those books when he'd go out and then eventually he just got to the point where he could identify 
any bird in really? the regions that he lived in. Yeah, I mean, I come from a farming family, sure. right? They all had massive acreages. I know it's a big thing for a lot of stuff, people, yeah. So, so yeah, that's something that I've been f- familiar with, and my wife enjoys doing that too. We have so many nice varieties in the backyard with the kind of backyard we have. But it was, I just loved this. This was so um, arcade machine with a three at the end. I absolutely love that. Uh, apparently, an American robin, a vesper sparrow, and an eastern meadowlark are in the lush hideout, and those combination of birds are typically mostly found in the southeast of North America. Sweet. Now we know. Now we know. That's funny. I love that. I thought that was, oh man. I, and it got like a 1.2 thousand upvotes. That's awesome. I get, people don't say 1.2 thousand. They say 1,200. My mistake. Silly me. Or 1.2K. Ooh, good one. 12. Yeah. So um, there's also a big high. Uh, normally we don't really care about, you know, like shout out a sale or anything like that. The GGG is having on, but they're having a big hideout and pets weekend sale which oh, cool. is fantastic because i love pets right so i'm definitely going to pick up my weta also the falling leaves are on sale right because they're a <laughs> hideout decoration yeah hey um i go ahead I, I got that little timer for the map device I, what, what, I you bought, opened up a bunch of boxes no i bought one i think i bought one box you got, got the got one, one i wanted on yeah. your first one i only you, opened one you're gonna turn me into a gambler watch in like two years <laughs> my wife's gonna later? leave me with the kids and i'm gonna be like hanging out by the corner of the <laughs> elementary school and as you drive by I'm like justin toonie a toonie for tim hortons <laughs> um you can because buy them I'm, eventually gonna, though right the mystery boxes yeah. eventually comes yeah. out yeah okay yeah i was really pumped when i got it awesome that is really cool see it's funny because i'm gonna get into it but i got back into delve this week and okay. i'm regretting not buying the bear crawler so oh, to go with that you. was right, out. right, yeah. right. i bought the parrot mm-hmm. and that came out at the same time as the bear and i had to pick between one obviously i'm a big parrot fan and <sighs> you know so just one of those things but uh so anyway there was a hideout and pets thing so i'm gonna go through and make sure that i have all the these are the sales that i wait for because all pets that are 20 points and under which is two bucks and under I buy even if you have and one so nope only okay. if i don't have it there are a couple that i have how do you track of it because they're favorite yeah when you go to okay. the store it'll say already purchased okay right 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 that's right yeah, it never it used to do that and so that is something that i'm glad they did it's a thoughtful experience but i've uh, this sale also highlighted for me how unfriendly the user experience is on the website now, we were making fun of GGG last week for their pointless events section mm-hmm. that they have. They don't update it, which is baffling mm-hmm. to me that you have that kind of stuff. You have a location on your website that's called Seasons. Like, talk about, like, a website's very important for how a company works. And so for that not to be updated for so long. But then you go into the store and there's just not the ability to highlight or filter is the proper word to filter through proper things. Mm-hmm. So like if I go to the weapon section and I only want weapon MTX that's available for swords because that's how I primarily play or only available for scepters. Like I, I don't want to have to scroll through a whole bunch of stuff that's not available for my weapon type. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it would be nice for the system to be able to, for the sake of the user, have a very easy way of going through this so the reason that i bring this up is you know you type in hideout in the website and you're getting everything with the keyword hideout. you're not just getting high word bases i'm always in the game 
Right. So here, so here's a thing for me. I, so I did that and I remember being quite frustrated with that or disappointed. And my hope is like, it's, I just want GGG to, uh, as soon as path of XL two's released, like take advantage of every opportunity. It would suck for them to learn all these lessons on having fluid job descriptions after the biggest release of their, with the exception of their original game, the biggest release of the career of the company. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the website, and you type in and you go to um, shop and then microtransactions. Mm-hmm. I go down the hideout here before ever. Really? Uh, nope. I always do it in game. Okay. So then go down. Make sure you're clicking on hideout, not guild mm-hmm. hideout. Though I don't don't think it matters. And then just type out. So you'll see there's nowhere to filter anything. No, just search. Right. right. So you're already you're in shop, then hideout. Go to the search bar and you select hideout. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it doesn't okay job at bringing up it's it's weird it brings up hideouts and hideout bases but there's a bunch of decorations that show up there yeah it's kind of weird it should they should have a filterable thing because there's that inconsistency you don't know if you're getting all the hideout bases because it is showing some decorations but you know there's a thousand decorations so why are some of these showing up and some of them not Mm mm-hmm you know what I mean but now if you go like I'm literally just based off if it's in the word like in the title So then if you go to like, there's no way to filter through armor. If you click on armor and you're only looking for gloves, you're only looking for body armor. It, it there's like, that's where there's it, no filter. Right. Like in, in the game, for example, like if you type in gloves instead of greaves, wait, greaves or boots or gloves, I forget. Anyway, like you, you have to get the actual word properly. So it would be nice if there was actually a drop down menu to filter more or if they had more tags for all the RemTX so that it was like, oh, yes, it's for these base types or for this type of variation, these types of skills. So Agreed. it would be nice. And I really hope they really focus on a lot of these details before Path of XL 2 comes out so that they're not like hoping it works for the first time when Path of XL 2 comes out, like have this ready for springtime. Then you have like a whole league, or as GGG's website likes to call it, season, to prepare and work out all those glitches for when. I mean, I would get it ready for the um, the live beta that they're doing or the closed beta that they're doing because there's still going to be tons of MTF. Like there's that that extra hype is just nuts. That's a perfect time to test out your new website or at least the changes you're making. So anyway, yeah. it didn't mean to be a Debbie Downer with that, but they had a big sale. And because of how massive that sale list is, mm-hmm. it reminded me of how poor the filtration system is. But then also all those other things, right? Like you have a item filter section, but for some reason you don't provide people with an item filter to edit. It's a blank slate. You have the seasons and the events. Like it's just, you know, time to tie things up. You, I mean, if you have, have I'm sure almost no Path of Exile players have gone here, but if you go to the website, and you highlight game and you click on items. There's a couple things there. Now click on view all mods. Mm-hmm. It is literally just um, every single mod ever. Every <laughs> mod with no organization. There's nothing that tells you what item they go on. There's no way to filter them. It's just here's 10,000 mods. Sweet. And their tags. It yeah, doesn't tell It's a little it's, weird. It is. Cr- it's really apathetic is what it is. It's probably done for a reason for the sake of, well, people can get this information from that and put it on their website and then they can organize it how they want. But still, it's uh, the website needs a lot of more thought when considering the user. 
And uh, that's what this sale uh, reminded me of. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm a Debbie Downer when it comes to that stuff. Sorry about that. No, that's uh, fine. What they else? should fix it. Um, yes, they should. Agreed. Thanks for agreeing with me. Um, what else? They had a couple patches, small ones, hot fixes. Uh, the they came out with another XLCon video, which is great. Cool. Uh, this one's the Q and A that they had at the near the end of their announcements because they had that was the one with um Jonathan and Rory and Rishi okay. and uh, I don't really remember that I forget one. what the fourth one is. Um, it was good. It was very informative. That's where actually where we got a lot more information than we would typically get in a lot of their predetermined presentations because they just say things like willy nilly. Like that was the one where we found out a little bit more about um, ascending. Right. There's no more trials mm. or sorry. What was it? There's no labs. I think it was that they were saying. And it was just from that, like that was a side comment that Jonathan or somebody said. So. Right. Right. And then that was the same interview where Rishi's like, um, you know, mappings like they're kind of still like items for the most part. And Jonathan interrupts like, no, 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 they're still very much items are still very much, you know, the same in that regard. So anyway, yeah, I like that. Good, good top up. Add that to the uh, unofficial podcast list. That mm-hmm. one's easier to listen to as a podcast because you don't need to see anything. Right. These, these videos that they do. We've already mm-hmm. seen the gameplay under times. So you don't need to see it again. So it's going to be a little bit more easier to to see. Uh, what else did we have? The Oh, right. Um, there was an expansion timeline. So remember how we were talking last that. week? It was like mm-hmm. an answer to your comments. And about, we were pretty much right. You were. Yeah, definitely. So what do we have? The expansion timeline. The next Path of Exile expansion will launch early December as Justin predicted and suggested or recommended recongested. Yeah. Initially they considered a late November release. Yeah. Right. But with Doubt three, it. with the three twenty three scope being quite ambitious, what? we need to take a few extra weeks to finish what we have planned. I don't think they should say that. I don't think they should say stuff like that. Just tell us like we're going to do it. Um, early December. I don't need to know that you considered late November because what what difference does that make? First off, maybe for half a second you consider it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. there's no way the company was actually thinking. No, of, there's no right? way. I agree with you. There's no chance um, saying that when, anytime they say stuff like this where it's quite ambitious, I think you just lead people on to believe yep. something and they do it so often and it's like goblin just don't, mode. Yeah, just don't say that. Just be like, We're excited for 323 and it's going to be coming out in early December. I also think at some point somebody there should just they need to have a meeting and just go, this is working. We're going with a a four month schedule like they 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 talk in here as if they were still trying to maybe do like a three ish month, you know, league. But it's it's pretty clear that that's not the case. So unless all of a sudden something in 2024 changes where this one comes out, 323 comes out in December, and then they start to roll into the three month. We're, we're already a year into four month leagues. Just roll with four month leagues yeah. and stop making people feel like they should expect something in three months and then get upset when they don't get something in three months. Like just I wish they would just pick one and just go with it. But yeah, I, I, I think it's silly to be like we considered late November. I, when you tell somebody you considered something but didn't do it, that's useless information. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> Justin, I was going to give you this, but, yeah, but I, I chose to give it to Ian instead. Yeah, it, am I supposed to be like, oh, thank you. Oh, you thought about <laughs> it? Like what? <laughs> that's not beneficial information. And then the whole being quite ambitious. I just don't like that. I feel yeah, like you're 
you're putting a tease out there that now you have to answer for. And if you didn't say sure. anything, you never have to answer for it. People just yep. go, oh, cool, sweet. Let's play 323. I don't care about them saying the, the different days that they s- said, but the ambitious part is something that now they have to live up to. Yeah. And we've had a few um, recent experience in Path of Exile Land has had any kind of comments like that come up with disappointment. Yes. Not saying the league has been disappointing, but you just expect something. The, the company's expectation of what ambitious is and the users have been quite different. Yeah. And so uh, and of course, I'm referencing XLCon and um, and stuff that we have no need to rehash. But on that point, unfortunately, uh, they also mentioned we're planning to run a series of three in-game events because, you know, the, uh, because they're now doing the four month right there it's going to be another four months until not starting now but from this is going to be a four-month league did you spill yes <laughs> i'll wait go ahead shake the shaker cup without putting the lid down like an idiot anyway oh, that's sorry. awesome go on no no it's just so um because of again this is another extended league right another four-month league uh they are being very thoughtful to fans and are providing three in-game events hopefully new that will each run for about a week yeah i don't know um but again that makes me question how like why wouldn't you do that on the way to xalcon like that was a six month wait right we know five month wait so like it's just crazy to me like that's how like overworked or unprepared for the resources they needed for like their their normal game that it was leading up to XLCon. So anyway, uh, looking forward to the events. Um, as I mentioned, I'll get into it, but I've been getting back into Delve. So if they have anything Delve related, that would be a lot of fun. Did you ever do? Uh, um, I've done all it. All yeah. Delve, like the all Delve yeah. event. Oh yeah, I like it. I, I mean, I always started as a witch because that was it. And but it's kind of cool to get fireball. those. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on my stupidity. Or I guess it was our stupidity on that no, one. I did it too, yeah. But um, I, I like getting the the three white sockets and mm-hmm. the wand and the shield and having the integrated hatred, level 22 hatred or whatever it is. So yeah, it's fun. But anyway, looking forward to those. Um, and they said that the next showcase for Path of Exile 2 will be revealed in the 323 live stream announcement. Cool. Yeah, I'm really hoping that it's not... I want to learn something new. You know what I mean? I don't want like I don't care about skills specifically. I like so I don't want to just see the next new cool skill or a new kind of combination. I want to see something that's new to the Path of Exile experience. So sure, okay, a brand new skill. Like let's say we see let how can I word this? Let's say we see the druid being able to change into a wolf. That means nothing to me because we already know shapeshifting's in the game. You know what I mean? Like one of the biggest mind-blowing things that I've learned recently, of course, with everyone else, was how weapon swapping's gonna work. That's a cool new mechanic. You know what I mean? And then later on we learned that weapon swapping also incorporates shapeshifting. You know what I mean? So you can switch your tree and your items based on if you're shapeshifting or not. Like, I want to learn something that's new to the Path of Exile experience. I hope the reveal isn't, and this is what the new Storm Lightning looks like. I hope that it is at whatever they whatever they show is at its base, boring and just part of some information for the game. And I'll tell you why. I would like them to, like, maybe show us a class, maybe show us a couple ascendancies or some ideas. I don't 
I don't want anything that overly excites me until March, March and May. Oh, good call. Good like, call. I don't want something that excites me now. So that comes out in December. So let's say two months from now, some announcement that comes out in two months. And then I still have another six months before the beta might start. Right. Because June is when they're expecting the beta to start. So like I'm I'm kind of done with like I know PoE 2 is going to be good. I'm excited to play it, but I don't want teases that get me really hyped to play it because I still need to go through Path of Exile 1 for the foreseeable future. I mean, we're still talking only beta in June, right? So, yeah, I want to see exciting stuff in like April and May that gets me hyped up to like get involved in the beta when it comes out. Um, Something right now that would really excite me would just be a little bit like how do you go from like this cool right. awesome new thing for poe2 and it's like oh and in the meantime here's our 323 like you're going to diminish the excitement for 323 if you make the poe2 thing so exciting and new but i am excited still to see something for it but i don't want to be overly stimulated <laughs> it's like your wife <laughs> buying lingerie speci- today specifically for valentine's day not cool and saying you're not, not cool. gonna see that this is what i have for Valentine's Day, but you're not going to see it till then or after. It's like, yeah. you know what, lady? Just <laughs> screw you. <laughs> yeah, no so I, I am excited intended. for something, I can't decide. but I want 323 to be the excitement. Yep. Because that's what we've got for now. Though, I think one thing that would be awesome is if they revealed all the ascendancies without saying which class they were associated to. So yeah, let us play a game. Yeah, that, yeah, I want to guess which one's which. We did pretty good with the classes. Mm-hmm, we did. Right? Yep. yep, only one mistake. That's right. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun. I'm Regardless, I think 323 coming out in December makes the most sense. I have no problem with it. I don't, I'm not the type that needs to play it every three months, something new every three months. I, I, I love the I, four month schedule. Yeah, I I think I would like it better if I just knew that was the intention. Like, I don't, it's just kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know why that bothers me, but like, it's always like they're apologizing and they wouldn't have to do that if they just said we're going to go on a four month schedule. But whatever, 323, I don't even care what it is. I'm going to be excited to play it. I always am. And And it's ambitious. I, this, this post could have just said, we're going to be launching early December. We're going to have some POE two news. We're going to have some events. I don't think they needed to go into the, that just those two lines. Hmm. It's not necessary. Now at some point path of exile one is going to have its end game changed. I would assume uh, it's before it be path the, of exile two, because be the stories league, are going to coincide, right? Like not is necessarily it? need to be the same, but their lore guy at ExileCon was saying it like the the lore is going to be intertwined i think that might actually be the change if they're talking about right well normally their end game changes are christmas time well plus the core supporter packs are changing yeah that's the main ones so right that's right it's core support packs those are the annual ones so this could be a new end league uh or sorry not end league end game league i would think that actually kind of makes sense for their stuff so that no. actually even makes it more exciting. Again, that's why I want 323 to be the exciting part of their announcement. Yes. POE2. And uh, it's interesting because I think at some point you got to get rid of Maven and how that works. Like come up with something. There's no way. Yeah, well, they got rid of the Elder and Shaper and that was a big deal. Like because they're, of Maven, they're not though. gone forever, but you know, they're they're a side quest. You know, well, I guess technically they're I the main quest. When you actually first, go yeah. into your quest log beating 
the elder in the shaper's realm is part of your main quest if you actually care about questing but at the end of the day it's not even part of the app it's not even part of your map device yeah but maven is so built into every part of endgame it's not even right. just like the conquerors that have their own part that then leads to cyrus like maven is literally intertwined to every single part of endgame yep so so yeah but i don't know, I, I don't know. like that's part of how those things change like a big end game change experience when you're talking about these annual things and then lining things up for path of exile too you're not just talking about changing the atlas you know like when they no. had the atlas going from the outside to the inside and yeah, then the change, or changing the eight what were they neighborhoods what are they what do they call them yeah the i don't remember I hated it sections right yep. and now it's just one big unified like that, that's not the kind of end game change that they're that they typically do and when you're setting up lore wise for path of exile one and two to be cohesive you're not going to do the lore thing early but i think well, it is but the lore like, thing could take time to tell that story the yeah lore but thing you might not you don't want to spoil like anything i know so so that that is tricky then then i guess it's also easy to be vague so I don't know, like, I really hope this is the big change. Uh, Chris had mentioned this. This is over a year ago. He's it like, it kind of would have to be. Sorry to interrupt you there, but it kind of no, would have to think? be. Like, if this is going to be coming out December, beta comes out in June. And if we just go based off what Jonathan told us when we were at um, PAX, he expects he's hoping for a three month beta. That's June, July and August, which I, that's a weird timing to me because you can't come out with POE2 in September. Because it usually, I think, again, they should be rolling it out in December. We know that that's a big time for them. I highly doubt it would be anything except for December. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But because, the only reason I'm saying that is because this would be the last major endgame change before PoE 2. And one year away makes perfect sense for that. Yep. I, so I guess on both sides of the coin, right? It would be, this would be the last Maven year per se, right? If you're having them coincide, well, you're not going to like go back to basics where you're not defeating gods, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to like all of a sudden just be feeding the local mutations in Path of Exile 2 and then in Path of Exile 1 be fighting in space and fighting these gods. Like I, I, I mean, I don't know the lore. I got to go through and watch videos again, but I don't see that being a cohesive experience like the guy. I'm, and my apologies to the employee that does the lore. I just forgot your name, but. Um, I don't know. So like, I, I don't see them changing Maven yet because then the change can happen cohesively together next year, but they have been talking about an end game change for a while and the end game change story-wise, like Maven's been around for a long, long time. And Chris has been quoted a few times being sarcastic and saying, we know everyone loves the Maven boss fight. You know, like referencing the puzzle and stuff the, like the, that. It's just a puzzle. You get rid of that and it's actually a whole... I mean, maybe Maven just forgets how to count. And then you don't have to... <laughs> <laughs> I remember complaining when she first came out how irritating and disappointing the story was because you're following a child throughout the process. Like, it wasn't it's enjoyable. It's so funny because for you and I, who we don't progress as fast as a lot of other people, we were like, this is dumb. I don't get it. And everybody <laughs> yeah. else is like, well, actually, if you just keep going, <laughs> you'll see what happens. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it'll be yeah. Fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I do hope that this is a change. I think that there would be a big rejuvenation in Path of Exile 1 if there was a big endgame change. And this is the time to do it if they're doing something to somehow line up into PoE 2 because they, they must be planning 
by end of 2024 for PoE2 to be fully released. If the again, if June is the time for the beta, his hope was three months. But now that I'm thinking about that, that doesn't make sense because I can't see them releasing PoE2 in September. Maybe, but that would be very odd. I, I don't know. In the experience that I have in the industry, the closed beta isn't directly followed by a release. You have that time to you still have like so closed beta ends and then you have a time period where you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's and then it's released because there's always something that comes up, right? Always something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll depend. I guess it depends if you're running a beta for three months. My assumption is going to be you're releasing fully after that that period of time. That's how they did PoE one. My assumption would be you don't run a three month beta and then take another three months to work on it and then release it. That would be a little bit odd to me, but you never know. We'll see what yeah. happens. Things change. Chris Wilson a while ago, long before XLCon 2, said that he knows exactly how many leagues it is until XL 2's release. That says a lot of things. Well, but you know, <laughs> so like I said, anything can change, but wonder By what it is. episode 260-ish, we'll know. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you play yeah. this week? I did not. How about you? I did, Tell and me I about enjoyed it. it. But I also have some notes from last week as well. You do whatever you want. You lead the way. I'm here to follow, Ty. Uh, so remember last week when I said that there was we were talking about the drop penalty? Yeah, I did see the comment as well. Yeah, so all I needed to do was read the next two sentences. <laughs> I, I, I pulled a kid thing. I criticized my kids for doing this. So anyway, I kept reading, and thank you for pointing this out to us. But um, the drop penalty only exists up until level 68. Which is awesome. That's good to know. And then mapping wise, it doesn't matter after that. So uh, foolish me for not reading further. And thank you for pointing it out to us. Uh, Justin. Yes, sir. You know, I don't play often or have long sessions, but I still enjoy it. And Path of Exile. Uh, and I like my weapon swapping abilities to be seamless. Mm -hmm. When I play, it's just kind of like modifying the build to be more offensive or defensive, depending on the roles of the map that I have. I like being able to do that sometimes. But I also, because I don't play often, I like leveling gems that are universal for my builds. So, for example, I'll have like Enhance or Empower in my uh, second weapon set, just leveling them up as I play through whatever. Sure. And so I'll have these uh, weapons with low attribute requirements that I'll just toss into my stash that have you know like three empowers or three enhances or three i don't know whatever the other one is and um you know and then i'll just throw them in my stash and then when it's time for me to play whatever character i'm in the mood for i throw those into my second weapon set and i just sure. keep it going uh but i also do that for um the main skills that i use so my zombie build has always had zombie gems leveling to level 20 and then i do the GCP recipe and get them to level one, but 20%. And then is your hope to then get them to like a level 21 and 20% or like, cause you yeah, something like that. either a 21, 20 or a 20, 23. Right. Um, and I, so I've been doing this for a long time. I've been mm -hmm. playing zombies for a long time and have, have been with poor success, valing my 2020 zombies skills and just not getting the outcome and there's very little options very few options that i can get sure with doing that now on a side note it would be awesome if you could get alternate qualities by vowing i would love mm. them to add that i think that would be great because i don't there like is, heist oh at no all. 
Well, it's a heist drop anyway. I was going to really say there's cool. the item that lets you change, but I think it has. Does it have you to already be alternate quality to do it? I can't remember. No, nope. it is a heist drop, but it is a heist specific drop. Yep. But anyway, for the first time in my life, Justin, I got a twenty one twenty zombie. First, this is the first time first you've time ever gone ever out of all these years. I finally got a twenty twenty one twenty zombie skill. Wow. Gem. Huh. Either you haven't done many or you're very unlucky. I am very unlucky. <laughs> wow. Very unlucky. So, uh, yeah. Well, congrats. Good, good stuff. Thank you, Justin. Thank now you. Now the yeah. build will forge ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, got that. So, I'm a big kid now. Very good. Congratulations. Yeah. And I wanted to uh, give GGG or the individual that designed the Guardian Blessing support that just came out a big kudos, a big congratulations. Run me through what that does again. So Guardian's Blessing, uh, well, the dummy terms without me bringing it up, is it lets a minion cast an aura for you. So cast it, it and always have it or? Right. So then temporary. it stays on. No, it's permanent. Okay. And it lets the minion carry the aura for you. So it doesn't cost you specifically the mana reservation. The minion uses it, but that's fine. It does have a limit of one aura. Okay. And so... Anyway, but it's a very well designed skill. If so, the the cost for this quote unquote free aura is that minions from the supported skill take physical damage, a percentage of their physical damage of their maximum life and energy shield. Sorry. So hang on. Let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. Minions from the supported skill take a percentage of their total maximum life and energy shield as physical damage per second. So it's basically oh, right. like righteous, it's week. like righteous right. fire in the degradation, but it's physical damage. Yep. Obviously nowhere near as much as well, but uh, recovery rate for minions is much more difficult to find than for the character itself, your character. So mm -hmm. it only takes 8% at level one, but mm -hmm. it's just over 14% at level 20. So the more, the higher the gem level goes, the more damage they take, the more recovery you have to apply to them. And the catch to is that, it relatively easy to get the recovery enough that they're not constantly dying? Not really, no. Hmm. Like you could get so meat shield reduces the physical damage that minions take. And so that does actually so you can okay. have like a golem and meat shield and guardian's blessing and the aura. So it's a four link, and that'll reduce the amount of damage they take. Uh there are a few life regen nodes for minions on the tree and those help substantially um obviously there's vitality that someone can use as well but there's no aura that reduces physical damage mitigation i mean I, I, actually you know what i don't know if i don't think determine no determinations specifically Just for armor, armor so mm -hmm. that isn't about physical damage over time so yeah that wouldn't work but anyway um so how i keep my minion alive despite the fact that I have lots of investment into minion survivability is I have that minion mastery node where when a minion dies, living minions recover 5% of their life. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so that one works out really well with skeletons because you're casting three or four just with one button hit. So it's a lot of replacements at once. But the thing that I really like is if you wanted to keep the min the, the, the gem level at level one, so that your minion was only taking 8% physical damage a second, you'd actually have negative 30% to the aura effectiveness. Oh, so the, okay. Hmm. Right. So, so it goes from negative 30 mm -hmm. to an increase of plus 27% increase. Oh, that's definitely 
it's huge. That's that's yeah. almost like 60. Like just pretend it's 30 and 30. That's mm-hmm. a 60% difference to negative 30 to a positive 30. So that's really cool. So like for something like um if you want to use purity of elements with that, you don't who cares about the elemental resist? That's relatively easy to do unless you're really heavy into uniques. So you could have that as a level one aura. You know what? Because you're just doing the immunities and that doesn't change anything based sure. on your gem level. I'm using it for pride. I definitely don't want, I'm not going to waste mm. a four link for and pride get negative 30. that gets a negative 30%. Right. So I'm, and, but I mean, think about how, I mean, pride just at 2020, well, I mean, just 20 because you don't, the 2020 doesn't matter, but at level 20, pride is crazy strong. So add 30% increased aura effect to that. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That's nuts. And that's of course, adding all the other aura effectiveness you may already have on the tree. So cool. Yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to shout out. Uh, I think Guardian's Blessing came out perfect. It's such a really cool design to have like the difference between level one and level 20. Such good pros and cons. Yeah. Really it's well weighed like out. Balance. So whoever designed that, I excellent job. Excellent job. That's cool. Oh, and I've never looked until just now at the different quality types so the normal quality oh, yeah, is increasing aura effect which is nice uh, area of effect uh, you, no oh, sorry you're talking about guardian's blessing guardian's blessing oh sorry yep superior increases aura effect which is nice anomalous is increasing minion regenerate minion uh sorry skills regenerate 0.1 percent of life per second so they'll end up getting two percent mm. and then divergent is I have to read this full thing. I won't be able to summarize mm-hmm. this. Supported skills have 1% increased aura effect. Minions from supported skills take 0.2% of their total max life and energy shield as physical damage while you have an aura. Oh, okay. So the superior version, the normal version, you get 0.25%. Mm. All right. So that's mm-hmm. a, a 5% increased aura effectiveness by the end when you're 2020. 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the divergent gives you 1%. Not 0.25, so 1%. So it, when you're 2020, you get 20%, 20% increased aura effect, but it comes at the extra cost of the minion taking even more degradation. Right. Damage. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just want to shout that out because I thought that came out really, really well. That's cool. Um, we briefly touched on this. You, you, you really couldn't uh, hold back a little bit, but we touched on this one or two after darks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Do you need a couple minutes? Um, Jonathan was saying at XLCon, I do forget which talk this was, but Jonathan was saying that they are combining rarity and quantity. Like they're no longer in Path of Exile 2. There's it wasn't going to be two individual things. Right. They're just going to be one thing. At the end of the day, increasing your quantity is just going to increase the chance of your rarity as well when it comes to rares or uniques. Okay. Um, keeps the complexity. I don't remember that, but that's Keeps good. the complexity, but makes it simple for the user. Sure. Um, I think they should do that with other aspects of the game as well. Make things a little bit easier for the user to understand without needing oh, to I... have the wiki <laughs> memorized. So, yeah. and I have no problem with the way that it is now, but you would have no way of knowing this without looking into the very specifics as to how damage works on the wiki. So I'm talking about, this for example, after dark last week. Yes, but yeah. So I'm talking about with damage, you have increased and more. And I like how it works now, but it's not user friendly. Now that you know it. And 
you could be very experienced in Path of Exile, know how to make builds and do this, but never actually go on the wiki to see how the damage calculation actually works. It's very mm -hmm. easy to have generic terms like more and increased get mixed up in someone's head as or be computed as the same thing. Like you could read minions have, you know, 39% more damage and in your head that's just like okay, like more and increased, that's the same word. You know what I mean? That means the same thing. I'm just improving my damage by 39% for my minions. And so it would be nice if they and I again, like I kind of like having that debate in my head. I'm like, okay, if I add 100% increased damage here, but I have no more damage, or what if I, you know, I already have 139% with adding 100% increased damage or having the multiplicative version of 39% more damage, which one's better? I don't mind that math now, but I think you would by removing and or just combining and always having just an increased amount of damage no matter what it is or where it is that you're finding it, only having that one type of improvement for your damage, I think that would make life so much easier. I think I, I think what I mentioned in After Dark is even if they dumbed it down to additive and multiplicative, most people would kind of understand that. However, that also goes for defenses, like Agreed. reduced and less or whatever they use. Um, Decreased the, less like and the, reduced. Yeah, I just don't like that stuff either. Like, don't require me to have played the game forever. Granted, at this point now, we can figure stuff out because we've done it so much. But yeah, I agree with you. I would like I would love for them to simple simplify it down a little bit. I know it won't change because their feeling is that people will figure it out. That being said, that it, even if they add something, I don't know, is it in the help? I've never actually looked, but is more an increase oh, anywhere oh, in goodness, the help? No, 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 no. So not even close. Yeah. But so it, I mean. You even brought up a really good point last time where and you're combining this now with the tool tip, but with defenses like right now, elemental and chaos resists. That's just purely additive. Right. right? And mm -hmm. then with that damage, that mitigation, that math is easy to do. You don't need to know the damage the enemy is doing. But if you have 75 percent elemental resists, you know, you're mitigating 75 percent of the elemental damage coming your way. That's just easy math you don't need to know the offense of the individual you just need to know the percentage of your defense whereas when it comes to armor you don't get that and so it yeah. would be nice to now it doesn't necessarily armor doesn't need to change to be just the pure um you know six percent physical damage reduction which is basically like the elemental resist version that's the additive version but even if you had armor work in the same way but that percentage bar so if it said I have 75% physical damage reduction, it actually worked like the you elemental version. Have that. It should be always that. Yeah, 75%. So you could still have like the crazy armor numbers. Oh, I have 20,000 armor or whatever. But that that percentage that's changing on the tooltip should apply to every single hit. Well, especially because I think armor is the only one only defensive layer that doesn't. Like evasion, if I've got a 75% chance to evade, that's or whatever that right. it is that there's no like weird math happening in the background where it's like, well, based on the damage amount and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, armor's a little silly in that way. And it shouldn't be based on the enemy level either. If you have a 90% chance to evade, it shouldn't matter if you're fighting an, a monster that's uh, uh, monster level 85 or monster level 60, 90% is 90%. I don't know if I agree with that on the higher, if it's higher than me. Well, because 
my my just feeling in my head would be like, well, if I'm level 50 and I'm fighting something that's level 80, even though I have maybe 86% reduced incoming damage, I'm fighting something substantially higher. In most games, there is an it's just known that if you're fighting outside of your bracket, higher level stuff may just instantly kill you. Although it it would though in in armor's case if the numbers made sense because uh, an eighty six monster sh would do enough damage to me that even with my seventy five percent reduced amount I still die because their damage is so high. But that's not really how Poe works. No. So, but at the same time, like you're getting into that being okay with the inconsistency of that percentage again. You know what I mean? Like ninety percent is ninety percent. It's the same, well, like, I wouldn't care though if it was a full, if it was just blanketed across where if I was fighting a, let's say I'm level 50 and I'm fighting something level eight, there was something visually that told me that my oh, stats were reduced or something. In that case, yeah. yes. But if you're, yeah. uh, if your character level 90 or 95 and you're fighting some crazy big boss at the end of the game, like 90% is 90% to me. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. Um, <laughs> now, again, like we know stuff has to change for that to be valid, but what we're talking about is when Jonathan and his team are talking about making things simple to understand, but maintaining the complexity. Yeah. Uh, the more that you just naturally understand in the game, the less you have to worry about explaining things. And that mm -hmm. new user experience is some a seed that you can plant that can grow into so many other aspects of the game so that people are less dependent on the wiki. You know what I mean? The min maxers can always go no matter where you go, no matter what game you play. It's fun to go on the wiki, but to need to go on the wiki as opposed to wanting to min max and needing a tool to do that is very different. So anyway, just taking what Jonathan said, hoping it gets applied to many more aspects of the game that hopefully they haven't accidentally overlooked. I know. Ex I mean, we all know what it's like to whether it's Path of Exile or something else. We think we're explaining things well for someone who's new. And we realize we are missing so many things just based on assumptions that we've learned over time. Agreed. I have two more. Did you knows? Let's do um, it. I didn't talk about my Path of Exile week and what I did, but I did start getting back into Delve. I got tired of having that full Sulfite or Azerite bar. I don't know, whichever one it is that actually lets you map and do stuff. Mm -hmm. Sulfite. Um, I had a full one, tired of it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just get it down. Get, get, get it down. And mm -hmm. so I was playing with it and I'm looking up and I'm like, you know, what? I wonder if I could get, you know, alternate gem drops from Delve. You know, they have like all these neat specific places and you can go, you can't. It's only in Heist. I don't think there is. Which yeah, I think okay. is good, but I wish it wasn't because I really hate Heist. Uh, but so I was looking at other things. I want to see like, you know, what how loot worked the deeper down you went, if there was a cap, that kind of thing. Came across two did you know things for Tyler. Okay. The crawler picks up items as you go through and then it drops it all once the encounter is done so that's neat i always thought that the only items that dropped were just from that final oh, from encounter, the enemies at the end but okay. i don't know for some reason that makes it better for me that all the enemies i'm killing are dropping loot. oh of course but who cares? <laughs> you never know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it does actually have a citation there that i didn't click on but you know mm -hmm. as i'm going through I'm killing enemies and then only at the end does it poop them all out. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to for um, Chris and Jonathan that think the default filter is okay. I would like you to delve with the default yeah. filter and then tell me or anyone else, you know, your internal staff that, you know what, this, 
this is the epitome of item weight right here when it drops in an area where you haven't yet killed all of the stuff i have to hit z or z or whatever you want to call it yes. to hide stuff because i can't fight and i have a strict loop filter it's freaking brutal yep. in there yeah it's it is ridiculous it is so anyway um ggg employees try delving with that default filter that you provide us and then tell us that you prioritize item weight mm -hmm. uh, the second delve did you know um the beginning of this <laughs> so the, the beginning of this paragraph's funny because it should be in a the sentence should be in a different paragraph but sulfite can also be earned in maps <laughs> selecting nico as an atlas mission in the map device guarantees that nico and a sulfite cache will appear at the map's entrance I did not know that if you so select Nico as the Atlas mission on your Atlas device, uh, Nico is guaranteed to be at the maps in, uh, entrance. Uh, hmm. So appear. Wait, wherever you first no, enter. Oh, no, no, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No abort plan. I totally misread that. I Hold on, just I just want to real quick before you finish this. Now user error doesn't just apply to me for the title of this episode. Go Damn ahead. It. <laughs> well, we came for sir, full circle. No, okay, yeah. so, no, I'm, oh, man, hang on. What's the thing? No, shut up. So, okay. No, it just, <laughs> no, 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 I'm I just gonna, read okay. it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, it said, selecting a Nico Atlas mission at the map device will guarantee that Nico and sulfite caches appear in that maps. I read entrance, <laughs> but the word is instance. So, Very there's only different. one, did Very you different. know? <laughs> yes, it is. So, okay, let me read this correctly. <laughs> So that I can correct myself before the world corrects me. Selecting a Nico Atlas mission at the map device will guarantee that Nico and Sulfite caches appear in that map's instance. And well, hopefully that was not a did you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> duh. Um, and now let me keep reading just in case someone's like, oh, if you kept reading. Uh, Nico Atlas mission. I don't think anything else is that beneficial. <laughs> oh, but I didn't know this. A map's instance Sulfite. A map's instances sulfite total is increased by the uh, map's item quantity bonus. Yeah, as well as the high, higher the level of the map you're doing. Okay, two did you knows. Hey. <laughs> but that one was totally by accident. <laughs> oh, that's right. awesome. Well, we thought this was going to be a short episode, and it wasn't. Yep, uh, but we're going to wrap this up. Uh, everybody, we'll see you in the private league this week. Hopefully you have fun and die lots. If you're wanting to join, you can find it on our Discord. This is episode 210 forever exiled i'm justin aka tags and i'm tyler wrecker of days patrons will see you in after dark everybody else will catch you next week with bk in 211 if you're looking for more information you can find it down below we get a website foreverxl.com we're on twitter foreverxl82 we have a very fun discord you should join it come say hi and patrons other ways support the podcast you'll find them down below as well as on our website bye 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 nice yeah you know they're the best <laughs>